0: Third-string quarterbacks? Is that what you want to talk about? Third-string quarterbacks? No. No. Let's talk about third-string linebackers. Good morning to you. Good. Tuesday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Quan Alexander was at the facility on his south side. Last night, according to multiple sources and according to Quan Alexander himself on his Twitter account. Alexander's 28 years old. He's been in the National Football League for eight seasons, going back to being a fourth round pick with the Buccaneers, bounced around a little bit the last couple of years, spent the past season with the New York Jets, appeared in 17 games Started in 12 of those. Didn't have spectacular numbers. 67 tackles, which which isn't bad. 42 solos, 27 assists, uh, .5 sacks, uh, no picks, one pass defensed, one forced fumble. If you go back to the earlier stages of his career, he had established himself uh, with Tampa Bay as a potential monster both in terms of his tackle totals and in terms of what he was able to do in pass coverage. Why that fell off, I don't know. I'm not a Quan Alexander-ologist. <laughs> okay, but I can tell you that he comes with a rep for being physical, nasty, really emotional and energetic. Someone who gets his teammates going in every way and from the more tangible standpoint even though he doesn't have the the PD numbers and the pick numbers that you'd want for what the Steelers still don't have at the position he is seen as a guy who can get sideline to sideline and if there was one glaring omission from this roster what have i been saying now since the draft that needed to be addressed it was that component to inside linebacker. I like what Cole Holcomb and Elandon Roberts are going to bring as professionals, as run stoppers, as guys who can uh, feed off of good defensive line performance, get into gaps. But I saw no one who'd be able to fill the role that that Devin Bush was kind of drafted for. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Uh, Bush, I think there was a misconception that at the time that he was taken that he was going to be like a Ryan Shazier type. They're, they're just No. Okay, that wasn't going to happen. Shays here is legitimately special. But Bush, if he excelled at any one thing, it was getting sideline to sideline and making sure that he'd eat alive any screen pass that you'd try. But to not have anyone capable in that regard just wasn't going to work, especially since the Steelers couldn't, and understandably couldn't, find any inside linebacker of worth in the NFL draft. Now, having said all that, Alexander was not known to have signed a contract last night. Maybe we'll hear something on that front this morning or this afternoon. If you'll recall from the Bud Dupree experience recently, if you're in the house, the Steelers don't like it when you leave without signing. They don't want you to go somewhere else and think about it. They'll basically say, thanks for coming. Either – You've passed all the physicals and and passed all of their uh, abstract tests and talking to you and everything else and you want to stay there or you're out. There's a part of me that wouldn't be all that bugged if this player didn't sign in Pittsburgh, but there's a bigger part of me that says snap somebody up who can do this because you can't go into Latrobe without one. And while I'm at it, you really can't go into Latrobe without a third edge rusher. So, coincidentally, on the same day, J.J. J. Watt goes on some national talk show and tells everyone he's not coming out of retirement. He specified he's not playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He said that he's not even running yet. The last time he ran was on the final day of the NFL season in Glendale. And he claims that he'd never be able to get ready in time for the coming NFL season. I'm at least a little bit skeptical about that part of it. I'm not going to doubt the man's words uh, and or his intentions, but I'm definitely going to doubt as to whether or not a superior lifelong athlete like J.J. Watt could get himself ready for an NFL training camp if he got started, oh, you know, this morning. But regardless, he's not signed either. So as I'm speaking with you right now, Both of these things are still problems. Both of these things still need to be solved. And as you can tell, the free agency market is going to end up looking a lot like this. I just hope that Omar Khan has an open mind and an open approach toward trades. Trades are not something that you see all that often in the National Football League, but they're not unthinkable. You've got something that somebody else wants. They've got something that you want. Wow, you know, why shouldn't that work? Don't do it within the division, but do it somewhere within the other 28 teams. Two, that's it. Two holes left to fill. Here's hoping that Alexander will be one of those at some point today. When we come back, J1Q. Just might have something to do with the third string quarterback because I know that's all you're thinking about. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. comes from Jason, and he says, D.K., Mason Rudolph coming back would solidify the quarterback room. Three guys who know the offense. Three guys who've gotten it done in a hostile environment. It'll be a good signing, although I thought that Rudolph wanted nothing more to do with the Steelers. I guess they were the only ones seeking his services. Jason, I'm going to give the obligatory preface that I don't care who the third string quarterback is. If you're ever down to your third string quarterback, your season is over, regardless. It's nice for practice purposes. It's nice if you want to have it make you feel better on a Saturday night, if two of your guys have tummy aches or whatever. But it's not, it's not worth anywhere near. The amount of time or energy that gets expended on this subject is just not. If you're taking the duck man out to Los Angeles to beat the Chargers in a soccer stadium, great. It's going to be a wonderful and fun night for you, and your team's still not going anywhere. Now, to your actual question, those of you who've been listening to this show for a while might recall that the first episode of Daily Shot of Steelers after the Steelers final game from this past season described Rudolph leaving the locker room in I guess you'd be safely able to describe it as a huff I'd be using some license there but you know I've been in locker rooms my whole life and I don't recall ever seeing an athlete the moment the locker room was open to reporters after a final game. Just get up and walk right out. Oh, also, walk right out the back door. And There is a back door to the room rather than out the front. That looked to me like a player who'd never, ever be back. I also heard a lot from people who know Mason that said he never wanted to come back. So this isn't some flawed or faulty reporting on my part. I'm telling you what I actually saw and heard. Why is he back? I mean, don't overthink it. There's only so many of these jobs. 32 starters, another 32 backups. And once those 64 slots are filled, you're done. You're done. If you're Mason or you're his representation... You've got yourself a chart. You know exactly which team has which quarterbacks, one through, like, five. It's not just the top two guys, but you definitely know who the top two guys are. And if you don't have an in somewhere as a two, you don't have any hope. You might just get left out completely. So if you're Mason, you think thinking, I mean – I got $5 million last year to hold a clipboard. He's not going to get that this year. He's going to get a one-year deal. It's probably going I'm sure it's going to be into seven figures because that's what you pay an NFL quarterback, an NFL-capable quarterback. But it won't be very far into it. He just didn't have a choice. There just wasn't anywhere for him to go. There's no doubt in my mind about this scenario, just as there's no doubt in my mind that he had no intention of coming back. But... That's the way it goes sometimes. Credit to both sides, both the player and the team, for being able to put that stuff aside and just do what's best for, well, the player and the team. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.